What's happening, world? I'm your host, the Wizard of Woz, Benji Wozniak, and this is the second edition of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, sorry it took so long. Uh, you know, life happens. But now I'm back on it. I'm going to pick up on episode four. So uh, John Walker is feeling the pressure of being Captain America, and Sam and Bucky don't want to work with the guy. He doesn't deserve to be the Captain of America, and that Sam should. Well, Sam doesn't, but Bucky does. But Sam does not believe that Walker should be Captain America. Now, Kylie, the leader of the Flag Smashers, has decided that the, the shield and the symbol of Captain America have to be killed. They have to be gone. Uh, for her to, to like truly put an end to people believing in the system. So she sets up a situation where she tricks Bucky and Sam into going one place and has Captain America, Walker, and Battlestar at another place. Uh, in this process, the battle continues, and then Bucky realizes what's going on, so they rush to go help out uh, Walker and Battlestar. Well, during this battle, Battlestar gets captured. Uh, they end up trying to help Battlestar, and Carly kills Battlestar by accident. So basically, after this, Walker loses his mind, and Corn is one of the um, flag smashers, and he ends up smashing the man's skull in with the shield. And people are taking videos of this, and and he basically kills this guy on television. So not good. So after this takes place, Bucky and Sam confront him, and they try and take the shield. There's a battle, and they do end up taking the shield. The damage is already done. He killed someone, and like the whole world noticed it. So you know, Captain America would never do anything like that. So when they go back, he ends up being in front of a tribunal and stripped of all the Captain America titles and privileges that come with the Captain America and uh, dishonorably discharged. And he basically tells the tribunal, well, you created me. I'm the person that you created. This is who I am. And uh, he's out of there. There's no long, he's no longer Captain America. So as he's leaving, he's stopped by one of the tribunal members, which is actually uh, Julia Marie Dreyfus. Uh, Madam Hydra, and she explains to him that he, there's another way that he can be a Captain America. So that plot's going to go later on. So as this is all going on, the plot with Zemo, uh, what's going on with Zemo is the fact that the eight hours were up and the Dora de Milaje come to get him. There's a little battle, and during the battle, Io actually takes Bucky's arm off, the robotic arm, and disables it. It was something that they implemented when he was over in uh, Wakanda. And uh, this actually shocks Bucky and uh, Sam because neither one of them knew that he could do it. That was kind of interesting. But while the battle's going on, Zemo does a El Chapo and escapes through a hole in the floor. Bucky explains he, he knows where Zemo's gone and they go off and they travel to Zagovia where they find Zemo at a monument for the dead. He ends up handing him over to the Dora Milaje. And as he does so, he asks Ayo if Ayo would do him a favor. They leave it at that. So they do explain that the Dora Milaje jurisdiction is anywhere the Dora Milaje are. So that was something that's interesting and can play into future Marvel Universe uh, movies. They take Zemo to the raft. And if you remember, this is a place that they have the high security place for anybody that has any kind of superpowers or magical powers it's the holding self or you know superpowered beings this is actually where they took some of the avengers during the civil war now sam has the captain america shield and he's actually practicing with it to become uh, good with it you know bouncing it off the trees trying to catch it you know implementing it into his battle style so what happens is the flag smashers discover that there's going to be a meeting of the patch act which is to deal with the people so the people that were brought back from the snap so as the flag smashers are planning on killing the congressmen that are voting on this patch act in the sky comes a form when it lands it's bucky the new captain america he has a vibranium captain america suit which mixed between the falcon and uh, captain america suit and it looks really good 
So now you know what the Wakandans are working on for Bucky. Besides Bucky, Walker shows up as a Captain America with his own shield that he made. So they take on the Flag Smashers. And as this happens, they win. Carly dies. She ends up getting killed by Sharon Carter, who you find out is the power broker. So Carly's group is systematically round up, but they're also all exterminated, killed. So something's going on with that. Um, at the end of the show, you see Sharon Carter being reinstated into the United States government. And uh, as she's leaving, she's on the phone with someone and she says, now I have access to nuclear powers and other secrets. So many people believe that this is actually Nick Fury and they're working together to bring back S.H.I.E.L.D. So we'll see what happens with that. During the show, Sam actually has a conversation with Isaiah Bradley about how no one would in the world would ever accept a black Captain America. And that was troubling for Sam because he, you know, couldn't believe what was being said, but he also understood and he saw all the stuff that's going on with the racial diversity. So he got it. So it was kind of cool for him to take on the mantle of Captain America and, you know, showed that he has the courage to do so. And later on, he ends up taking Isaiah Bradley to the war memorial and there's a statue made of Isaiah Bradley and he says, they're going to remember you. So that's how the story ends with Isaiah Bradley. But remember, his grandson in the comics has his blood and super serum inside him, so he becomes a young Avenger. So we'll see if they follow that through with the new young Avengers that they're coming out with. Walker does take on the mantle of the U.S. agent like he did in the comic books. So he's in there uh, for future references in any kind of movie that they come out with. So they're, they're really building like a, a secondary team of superheroes to be the, the next Avenger League. So that's going to be good. At the very end of the show, Sam gives a, a speech about how Kali was just misunderstood. You know, she went about things wrong, but her purpose was to show that the people in charge are supposed to protect the people. And, you know, that's true today. And that's, you know, he's right. You know, you can't, you can't go out hurting the politicians or anything um, that presidents or leaders of the countries or anything. But you have to let them be re responsible for the actions that they take know in, in our favor and against us so it was a good message and uh i did like it i thought it was a good show uh, i like the fact that marvel's taking second tier superheroes and giving them their own shows like wanda vision uh, falcon bucky so this is good and also it's going to establish future movies later on so I, I like how they're doing things i don't like the fact that they kill off people real quick like Battlestar. i think they should have kept him around a little longer Quicksilver, they got rid of him too fast. I mean, those are things that I think they should improve on. But I'm not the person in charge, so what all I can do is do a podcast and talk about it. I did hear grumblings from people about, you know, how this series talked a lot about, you know, the social injustices and racism, you know, and brought, you know, I guess they were saying that Bucky might have a relationship with Sam. And, you know, these are all things that Marvel has done from the get-go. When I was a kid, they were hitting on social issues and the media wasn't. Now that the media is touching upon it, you know, people are making more waves towards it. And it's an issue that should, all these issues should have been addressed a long time ago. And I'm glad that Marvel actually had them in them. Because as a kid, it helped me, like, learn, like, that these were going on. And I had black friends with me walking from school reading comic books. And we would talk about the social issues that people are talking about today. So it, it, it makes me laugh in some, some ways because this is stuff that we dealt with a long time ago and I'm glad it's in the forefront nowadays. So the next Marvel show is going to be Loki, which I'm totally looking forward. And then there's the Black Widow movie coming out, uh, Morbius. So there's a whole bunch of the Eternals. So there's a whole bunch coming out for Marvel and this is very exciting times for them. Uh, I can't wait to see what they do. And um, I do have a funny story about this podcast. Uh, I, I do apologize. It's taken me a long time to get this uh 
this one out because it's just I work two jobs and like many of you I'm just I'm, I'm busy so I when I get the time in I get the podcast out as fast as possible I will work harder on this I promise uh, but I did actually make a podcast and I went to put the music to it and I deleted the whole podcast so this is a fresh podcast that I had to put together I just like to say I do appreciate my friend Patrick Gibb who is the person that usually does this for me and uh, you are very valuable to me and I Greatly appreciate all you do. Uh, that being said, we do have some listeners over in England, India, and Norway, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, I think you know being international is great, and I hope you guys enjoy our show. I hope everybody in America enjoys our show. So uh, I'll let you go. Tune in next time for what's happening. Mm-hmm.